It's going to sound really selfish that I'm still angry about it. We interrupt this program to come to you with a public service message. And that is, don't hold on to other people's shit. Like, (laughs) basically, why would you hold on to a grudge on behalf of someone else that someone else isn't attached to? It's like someone giving you their handbag that they don't like anymore and they've completely forgotten about it. But because that was tasked with you at an important moment of time, you're still holding on to it. Mm. It doesn't go with any of your things. <laughs> like it's not Louis Vuitton or something flash. It's like this old op shop number that just brings you down on every level. Yeah. It's their zoo, but you're taking care of the monkeys. Yeah, it's like going to the a B&S a little bit. <laughs> that is d- definitely that. zoo and monkey-ish. And so, I, so can you explain it? Yeah. Really what we're trying to get at here, Mel, because I think that I'm going to let you lead this one because I feel like you've got a a good story to get us going. Well, uh, what I want to point out is I was having a conversation with you and um, it was about going to to watch something and basically uh, Josh said to me, oh, look, I'm not going if – this person's going to be there because I, like, hate him with all my heart. Mm. The per- He's done something to my friend and my friend's forgiven him, but I can't. So I don't even want to be in the same space as him. And I was like, how long ago is it? Like, oh, it was years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. And I remember sort of talking to you and going, like, why is this not even your stuff? Like, that other person, that's not up to you to hold on to that for them. Like, I don't get it. And I went through all the rational, logical thought processes of it and going, that's just madness. Yeah. Then, quite quickly, like, don't pay attention to things. I realised I have my own one, like, with – so I've got a friend that develops programs and stuff and I've been with him – I want to say with him, basically walk with him a couple of times a week on this development like journey and there was like a silent partner but was supposed to be the marketing salesperson and that person was basically the program was getting designed based on what he needed and they were going to be a team and then I would get like sold on. This program that was designed is like – has made this this guy a ridiculous amount of money because of efficiencies and stuff like that, mm. yet he could never find the time to go and sell some stuff. And my mate's just been creating all these things that, like, has basically made him – and he's and the other guy had, like, saved – he's like, oh, I'm saving, like, 40 hours a week on this and I'm doing all this and I was getting just angrier and angrier <laughs> – and I've been part of this for ages. And then the other day we were talking about like this reiteration where finally the company's been signed, signed over to my mate. But I was like, what's he paying you to use this platform that basically you created and is making him like a million dollars? And he's like, oh, it's not even covering my server fee. And I'm like, this is like... <laughs> 
he's like, I'm like six months in. I'm like, right, we need to. He's like, look, I've, I've talked to him and he's going to pay me some money now. And I was like, have you got it in a contract? And he's like, oh, like, yeah, this, this. And I was going over all these things like this. And he's like, I don't really want to like deal with it. And I'm like, no, I need, need to too because I don't trust that guy as far as I can. Yeah. And I was like. I hate him with every ounce of passion <laughs> because – and he's like, well, I'm like, this is personal for me because I've seen what it's done to you yeah. and I don't like it and I don't trust that this isn't – like we need to cover all these bases. Mm. And in that moment I was like, I've got this same thing towards someone that like hasn't directly done something to me mm. but I – saw the direct line impact of that ongoing and I will just forever go, oh, I just, I don't want to bar of you. I don't think I'd like completely avoid life experience, but I would definitely, I've got tones around him that I probably <laughs> shouldn't like. So I think it's quite common. Yes. But uh, I didn't realise. So why are we torchbearers for the Olympic ceremony, yep. when the Olympics have been done, the torch is extinguished, but we're still like carrying these like non-flammable things up in the air. <laughs> the torch. Yeah. Okay, so I would say that the situations probably aren't quite analogous. No. Yeah. So the grudge that I have is more than a grudge to start with. Oh. This is a lifelong dislike of that person's existence and like I don't want anything to happen to this person I just would rather not ha ever have to share a physical space with them because I don't think about this person unless that happens to happen yeah okay so and it takes me back to a moment of anger that I had really never had to deal with because this person was separated yep. from my life in all physical ways yeah just once or twice every couple of years, there'd be some kind of physical crossing. Yeah. And the other thing was, and why I say it's moved beyond a grudge, was because it went from being something that happened to one person that then spread and impacted multiple people around that person directly Yeah, in another way. And also, I spoke to my, my friend who forgave this person for the fucked up thing they did and told him directly, that's cool if you want to, you want to do that, but I'm not. And my friend said, I completely understand and I'm never going to pressure you to. This That's is good. something I have to do, but I understand completely yeah. why you're never going to. Yeah. So the only person I care about in this whole situation is my friend. Yeah. And they were okay with the fact that I haven't changed. My heart on the situation hasn't changed the way theirs has. That's fair enough. But you bring up a good point that the fact that I haven't truly dealt with any of it was confronting the last time I saw this person because it would have been more than a decade since I've yeah. seen them and I had exactly the same feeling about them as the last time I saw them. Get me or that person out of this room right now because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got it? So as you're talking about that and you've gone, this is more than a grudge, it actually reminded me of Brayden, my housemate, mm. and he had a you're dead to me list. How many people on your list? How many? Yeah. Oh, there's only one. That's the one. Yeah. Braden had, I think he had two. No, yeah. he had three. Yeah. 
until well, I had an ex and that became the fourth person. Yeah. And then in that in that point I'm like, Whoa, this is this is bad. Like this is a if that yeah. person happened to cross paths, there would be like, Whoa, oh, this is yeah. The, the, my you're dead to me list is a give no quarter, there's no room for, for forgiveness list. Yeah. At no point yeah. am I ever going to change how I feel about it. I, I don't want to feel that way. Yeah. So don't confuse that, people who are listening, yeah. that I like the way that I feel about it. I'm not proud of it. Yeah. It's just that it is exactly as intense as the first moment I heard about all this shit happening. It has not dissipated at all when we're in the same physical space. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know. I, I feel bad now because I've brought up another PTSD moment, including previously on another episode, we we're talking about injuries, <laughs> which caused it there. Um, it was just a little bit like, so for me in my thought process, and this is why it, it spun me a little and I want to talk about it, is because. I've seen people hold on to stuff that someone has done to them or like impacted to others. And it's so toxic to the person holding on to the stuff. Mm. And I've always gone like from seeing that happen a lot, I've gone, why, why are you letting someone that does not give any Fs in the world. Like they didn't they didn't care enough in the first place that they've done these things. They're not gonna care that you got hurt or that you, you know, want an apology or closure. That's like not gonna happen. And yeah. by like attaching to these things that can't be fixed, I think your interpretation is different, but this is how I saw it when you're first telling me. I'm like, mm. why are you like letting this person have your power if that may that's how i see it like that person has a level of power over you because he's changed something that you would have done but then you've not done it Mm. because of something that is like clearly not affected by now or like yeah i guess outwardly in sorry i get what you're saying but I would say because I don't walk around day to day thinking about this person's yeah. existence, then it doesn't. I'm not twisted around that axle. Yeah. And in the end, as much as I don't want to feel that moment of rage and anger when I'm surprised by that person being in my space, yeah, I can control myself. I've never acted out in any way that yeah. I feel like is threatening to that person and or anyone else around me yeah. or out of character in any way. Yeah. But I would say that it, when it comes to my closest friends, that I am more protective than people would realise. So it is consistent with my general behaviour. Yeah. 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 I would um, – it was interesting. I was talking to one of our friends last night and they were recounting a story where they were holding on to something, like I was saying, like for ages. I was like, do you think like that person even knew that they – did that or and it's like oh, I don't know but like this this and I'm like oh you're missing out on so many things because you're looping like this is directly impacting but it highlights sort of to me like you're saying like it doesn't really impact you and I was saying you know I'm just you're telling me this story right and I say this a lot like 
that's not my story. Unless something happens like necessarily to me, I'm not taking the hearsay version. This is where I always go. Like I'm very neutral and da 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 and all that stuff. And this this person was like, oh yeah, but like, don't you ever stick up for people? And I was like, yeah, but like. I'm not going on, Joe Blow said this and this and this happened to me because, again, people's versions of things, you can see it play out in real time and one person can say one thing and the other person because their version of how it played out in their head is completely different. Like, unless it's sort of direct line contact, I'm not getting involved. And there was a bit of a buckle about coming across like I'm – flaky and neutral and don't have opinions and I was like ah no 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 no. like this isn't don't get this confused with I'm not a loyal like being a friend because if you that this is again I was like if you stuff up the collective energy or like come into my space and then you're gonna like hear about it there's no fence sittery stuff in that like I, I will draw the lines with things it happened to me and I'm like, just don't yeah. worry about it. But if it happens to like that direct line contact, then yeah, you just I mean I I don't feel conflicted at all about the like how things came to me feeling that way. Yeah. The person performed a criminal act. Yeah. So I'm not conflicted about that at all. There is no hearsay in my yeah. in my particular situation, I mean. Yeah. Like it's not up for debate. <laughs> oh, that wasn't – no, it was more But the I fa- understand yeah. what you're saying. The majority of grudges do come from some level of he said, she said, or they said, backwards I, and forwards and narratives and all those things. Sorry, if that's come the wrong – across the wrong way, no, that's no. not how it was meant to be. No. What was no, happening – I didn't take it badly no, no. at all. But. We were discussing – like the fact that I'm very neutral yep. to everyone and I'm like, oh, that's not my thing. That's not my thing. Can I ask you a question though? Yeah. And I believe this about yeah. you. You were you, Nothing you said there was anything but yeah, true. Yeah, Are you prepared though as a person yeah. to admit that you're completely wrong about, yeah. about a person? Because I, I know this. I'm just being left for the oh, list. Yes. Like if you find out that, okay, everyone was right about that person. They are a dick. Or oh. actually, no, I was right. Everyone else could off yeah. because I was right. You're not a fence sitter, but you're not going to play neutral to the point of just looking like you're disengaged with the truth. Oh, no. So there's – I quite often get screwed over because I won't take someone's account for Mm. like – or someone's like third-hand story as fact because I'm like, I'm going to treat a person how they treat me Mm. and – or like everyone gets treated the same until they give me a reason otherwise – and that comes from, here's a bit of psychological stuff, of knowing the gossip trail and the amount of stuff that I've had said about me, which is completely not fact, and just knowing that don't just judge people on like someone doing secret squirrels in the background. Yeah. Does it backfire? Yes. And flippantly on the other side, because I also take the time to go past the first impression I would say. So everyone is judgy. If you say that you're not judgy, then there's like you're lying because you will snapshot judge on someone of what they're doing or anything like this. It happens to me all the time. It happens like you'll look at someone and go, 
someone will look at me in a flanny and go, whoa, what is, what's going on with those flannies? Mm. <laughs> it's the taking the time to get past that first impression and having a conversation yep. and like mentally checking your own ego maybe yep. can sometimes play out like, oh, that was exactly what I thought or it can be like the most epic surprise package person mm. that no one actually has bothered to take the time and get to know and talk to because of that initial yep. like vision. There was a, there's a guy, um, I won't say where he's from or anything like that, but he always got, I will say, the rough end of the stick. So was, he was a trainer, okay? And he had what all the girls said and everyone said he was like real creepy and everything like that. And because he had like a little like tick shake okay. thing. And I don't know, like I'd sort of talk to him, it's like, oh, he seems like nice. Whereas so, pe so many people get caught into like that cycle of talk mm. or like this. And yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know, I've talked to him and he seems nice. He's one of the most lovely people. He just <laughs> like has that thing because of this basically something that he can't control, mm. but it's created like this whole narrative behind a thing and I think that's really unfortunate that people won't like step aside some of those things and get just caught into high school gossip that I like I effing hate gossip actually this brings me to think one thing right now Josh you know when you go I was today years old when I found out this or I felt old mm. on the back of me hating gossip it sounds like we're gossiping right now <laughs> so I apologise about that. This is to double down on a few points. I <coughs> don't like gossip because it happens very freely and all this thing. I was at work the other day and one of the girls came up to me and she goes, do you want to hear some boy tea? And I was like, what? And she goes, boy tea. Do you want to hear about some boy tea? And I was like, Oh, hang on, like I'm really busy. Like I was in the middle of something. This is a young girl. And she goes, oh, okay. I said, come back and talk to me like when I'm finished this. <laughs> and she just kept coming past and going, do you want, do you want to hear it? Do you want to hear it? And I was like, what, what? Like I'm really like not computing. Firstly, when people say that, I'm like immediately red flags of why you're just directly coming up to me and go, oh, what's been going on? Yeah. And she goes, boy tea. Do you want to hear about the boy tea? And I'm like, who, which of the boys hasn't had tea? Like, I don't understand what's <laughs> going on. Yeah. Like, who I haven't, and she's like, no, like tea, like I'm spilling the tea on some boys. And I'm like, gossip, right. Did she it's make that one up herself? I don't know. Because I thought boy tea would have meant boy talk. <laughs> spilling the tea. You've heard, you've heard of spilling the tea, haven't I you? I have. But oh, well, spilling. Boy tea is boy spills. Recently I don't tortured know. Tortured analogy. I don't know. <laughs> this is, these are things I'm learning and yeah. I don't necessarily want to. But boy tea was basically, and immediately I'm like, oh, God, like I just don't want to hear other people's stuff. She was telling me gossip about herself and a boy, which I was just, that was weird. But like boy tea, so we're giving you some big, we need to start a, a punctionary. <laughs> Not a Pictionary 
birthing. What's it? What's what's the punchy sideways version of a dictionary? Uh, a, a, a punchosaurus. A punchosaurus. Okay. <laughs> so we've had like the sugar juice. Yeah. Boy tea. Yep. Like there's lots of different things. Oh, I feel like actually. Body bagger. Yeah, bag the body. Bag the body. Bag the body. All those things. It might be a thing that I probably should start doing. So she told me some things that I wish she didn't, oh. basically. And then my mind immediately was like, oh, do you think that that's like a good eye? Like, it's a, like there was a level of going, <laughs> I don't care, but now you've told me and I'm like wanting to like coach you from a moral point of view. <laughs> but yes, boy tea. So all across this this gossip chain that happens, there's an actual term for gossiping about boys, allegedly, and it is boy tea. So you're welcome. Is it actually any form of spilling the tea if it's about you though? Isn't that just, hey, can I share a story about myself with you? Well, clearly it was something she needed to like tell someone. I've literally done two shifts with this person. Like, so we're not friends. I don't get involved. Like, this is this is actually like I don't want to know all these things. Yeah. Don't tell me. Like, da 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 da. Like, yeah. the more you tell me, the more like I feel like I need to help you, and I don't want that. Like, just. <laughs> uh, and then now, like, of course, then you become. Do you feel like? the moral or the the sense of obligation to get an update when you've had something shared with you because I think this is why I don't try and share too many things because I'm like I don't want fucking people I, asking I, me I can tell the you next I, part. I, I don't like the obligation but you get it you you've shared something with me I didn't want to know and now next you, time I see you that I'm privileged going. information is seen as a like a ticket for you to tell me more I don't yeah I'm going to have to go and go how do you go with like the tea, is it still black or is it like white and milky or like whereas like bitter? We got bitter tea now, for, but like I hate that. I had at my last job, I was good friends with one of the girls there and she would always confide in me and I and her about different things. Yeah. But she had a habit of going to tell me about her boyfriend. Yeah. Who when you saw them together, they were massive. They were super in love. Yeah. But there was good moments and bad moments in any relationship over the course of a couple of years. And I basically had to start sussing out, oh, can we start at the end? Because I need to know if you guys are still together. Yeah. Because it, this is a roller coaster and I never know where we're going yeah. and what emotion I'm meant to feel. Because <laughs> sometimes I'd get to the end and I'd be angry at this guy. And yeah. then she'd say, oh, but we're doing this on the weekend. So it's all good. <laughs> Okay, let's just figure out. Are you, so I'd always basically just prod a little bit. So you, you're still together, though. Yeah, you start so with this, like, how do I feel about this? Just tell me right now. Do I feel yeah. like, is this, I want you to say your story, yeah. but what's the appropriate reaction at the Essentially, end? like, I just need to know, like, I don't need to know what position I'm playing on the field, yeah. but I need to know what sport yeah. and the general shape of the actual field yeah. of play. Like, I yeah, need to have yeah. some idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's not a bad way to to start a conversation. Like when it's particularly those, it got to the point where it was like basically we- just happy or sad. <laughs> like, and that's how things would start. And then, I mean, it didn't change the story at all. That's good because that yeah. would be like that would feel almost dismissive to a way. That would be enough. To, if I told you about when, if I ever start sharing something, don't change. 
the subject. When I say don't change the subject, don't divert the course or it will become a complete shutdown. It's like a abort, like we've already chucked the lifeboats off. <laughs> like that story is gone now. The boat's gone down like so the Titanic. You're it, never going to get that, that back gate, again. If the gate ever does open, me or anyone else has to let it all flood out until it's done. Yep. And no questions. Like no if you, yeah, the no level, prodding. well, there's a level of don't, yeah, don't divert, don't get, like, this is like your one chance. Like everyone else, like, oh, you never yeah. like share so many things. If you ever get a window where it's happening, just hold on white knuckles and <laughs> let it happen because the, the chances are you, you can't, re you can't pull the Titanic back out from the back up because it's already gone down the gurgler. So once, once you've like disrupted the flight path, well, it's not the flight path, but <laughs> once you've disrupted the, the path, that's it. It's, it's set down a course of like it's sinking. You've missed it. Sorry. You, you're like standing at the tip and it's just gone like I'm not going to get any of the good things of this right now. <laughs> And I'm just going to go with forever. Mel just Not did a know. really impressive spiral with the finger then. It's like my life. It's a spiral. <laughs> it's a spiral. But, sorry, speaking of distracting and all those things, I know I am that person, by the way. So it's very easily seen that you would change direction because that's what I do on everyday life. And I clearly remember you and one of our friends saying at one point that you've never got so invested in a story that never has an ending. <laughs> <laughs> you are, to your credit too, way less culpable for that now. <laughs> but you used to distract yourself and you'd end up off on another course of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, well, that's nice to know that I've worked, like I have worked on those Yeah, things, like yeah. it takes sometimes takes a bit to get back to the highway. Yeah. But I love that. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Bill. That was I didn't know where that conversation was going to go today, but that was that was very fun. So thanks. Righto. Bye-bye. Laters.